I woke up with a fear this morning But I can taste you on the tip of my tongue Alarm without no warning You're by my side and we've got smoke in our lungs Last night we were way up Kissing in the back of the cab And then you say, love, baby, let's go back to my flat And when we wake up, never had a feeling like that I got a reason, so man, put that record on again I don't wanna hear sad songs anymore I know it's been a two-week hiatus, but I am back in your ears playing probably loudly because that's the only pitch I know, but here I am. All right. Let's, you know what, guys? I just got to get real for a second. I'm in a very bad mood today because 20 minutes ago, I went to edit the podcast that I originally recorded and it deleted. So yeah, that's the mood that we're in today. That's where we are right now. So if I don't sound like my usual, like, peppy, annoying self, it's because I'm in a freaking bad mood. It is exactly 9.59. Well, oh, it just turned 10 p.m. Literally, just like that on a Saturday night. It's 10 p.m. I'm sitting at my kitchen table and I'm recording because I can't go another week without posting for you guys or myself. Like, it's gotten ridiculous. Um, Long story short, I'm so pissed. Long story short. I had my friend Rosie over. She was on the first podcast with me. Um, had her over last night. She was on the podcast. We recorded. It was great. Hints to why I am so pissed. It was really good, and I was really excited for everyone to hear it. Um, I went to edit literally 30, 20, 30 minutes ago, and the first 30 minutes um, was deleted. Why the first 30 minutes? Because we were both we're both getting over colds and we have like coughs. So yesterday when yesterday when we were recording, I paused it so we could like have like a little cough break, get it all out, because we were literally holding the coughs. Um, and then we re-recorded. So it was like we stopped and then we just picked up where we were. But I was editing it and I don't know how I that's another thing that I'm mad about. I don't know how it deleted. So I'm just very confused and very upset about it. Um, but yeah. So I'm so sorry if this is not as good as the one me and Rosie would have put up. But I mean, like, how would you have known? You didn't hear it. So deal. I'm all you have for today. So anyway, we're going to talk about a few things that are on my mind. The only plus to this is that when me and Rosie recorded, I did not talk about The Bachelorette because she doesn't watch it. So that's a plus. I get to talk about it, even though I'm really not sure... I even remember what happened Monday night. Um, So that's going to be kind of hard. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. Anyway, here we go. Okay. So again, we know Rachel is the bachelorette. She is a black bachelorette, obviously. Can we just talk about how annoying the race thing is getting? I'm so sorry. Like, I'm black. I get it. It's a big deal. It. Well, no, it's actually, if I'm being honest, it's really not that big of a deal. It's 2017. Like, it's not that big of a deal, but whatever. ABC is making it this big deal. So, yeah, I get it. She's the first Black Bachelorette. Groundbreaking. I'm doing air quotes. 
Um, so whatever. But like, let's stop talking about it. I get. I, I literally have eyes. I'm not Helen Keller. I'm blind and I can hear. I'm not blind and I can hear. I know that Rachel's black. I got it. Got the hint. Thanks. Good. Let's move on. Okay. So who went home? Guys, Diggy. I'm so. Oh, uh, can I talk about how much I love Diggy? I find Diggy. I knew Diggy was gonna get friend zoned right off the bat or like go home I didn't think he would go home so early though I think we're only on like week three week four so I'm kind of upset about it but I really like Diggy I don't know if it was like his swagger or like his bow ties or just like you know what it was I'm a big facial expression type of person so like I think what I love most about Diggy was like when I would be watching and like all the guys would be acting crazy or something crazy would go on the cameras like the producers just knew to like go to Diggy and his facial expressions would be everything for me like literally everything like to one point it wasn't obviously he got sent home this week so the week before when me and my roommate were watching and I think Diggy got the last rose or like the second to last rose and she was like pausing in between and we literally had our fingers crossed and when she said Diggy we jumped up that's how much we love Diggy like I just loved him so I'm super upset that he sent home he was like crying which I kind of didn't understand because it's only like week four or three and you really don't know her so like I don't I mean he's I know what he's crying about. He's crying that he didn't stay long enough to get any Instagram um, endorsements or sponsors. So that's annoying. Um, but I'm really upset that he's gone. Um, who else? Was that it? Oh, Lee's there. So we already know that Lee's the racist. Because, um, you know, BuzzFeed and Refinery29 can't help but, like, Google all that and look up old tweets. So we already know that Lee's a racist, which, I mean, I could tell... Lee's haircut and his accent that he obviously doesn't have like a lot of experience around colored people <laughs> I mean and I don't mean colored people as in just black people I just mean like any person of color like anyone like we're talking um Puerto Rican Dominican like anyone of color like he just isn't around them he's only around white people white hickey people let me make that clear white hickey like sleeps with their cousin types of people and you can get upset if you want to but you know it's true um so in this episode if you watched if you didn't you're stupid anyway in this episode lee and kenny kind of butt heads which lee's an instigator which is fine to be on these shows but like obviously because he has a problem with like people of color i think it's making it a little bit worse but, like, he's, like, super instigating. It's, like, annoying. Like, it's not even, like, th like Corinne was, like, entertainment. Lee's just annoying and actually making me uncomfortable to watch. Because, again, it's still making it about race and I'm over it. Um, so, basically, Kenny was sitting and talking to Rachel and having, like, his little moment with her during the cocktail hour before they gave out roses. Um, and what happened? Oh, um, Lee interrupted him. And Kenny was upset about that. Which, I mean, like... It is annoying, but, like, it's just, like, code at The Bachelor. Like, you're going to interrupt people because you want to get your time in. So, like, I understand Kenny being annoyed, but I, th I think he over... And, I, and I, think he, I think he said he didn't he didn't react the best way, but, like, I think he overreacted, even though I'm on Kenny's side. Um, so, Kenny was upset about it, so he, like, walked in and was telling all the guys how upset he was about it. And then when Lee was done, he pulled Lee to the side, and he was like, 
I guess like maybe they bond it, not bond it, but maybe like kind of, I don't know how after a few weeks, it's only like a few weeks, but like whatever, they've made this friendship where they were building a friendship. And Kenny was saying how he thought that Lee kind of used that to his advantage to kind of step in and be like, oh, like friend, like, let me just slide in. Let me talk. I'm sorry, I'm like hiccuping. Um, let me talk to Rachel. And Kenny was like, that wasn't cool. Like you shouldn't have done that. Um, but Kenny was also kind of like stuttering and like couldn't get his words out. Um, cause he's like a wrestler and I guess he didn't go to school. Um, and Lee was like, get on with it or like speak or something that he said that felt very, and I'm sorry to say this, but like felt very like Sir Massa boss to like a slave. And I just was like, whoa, like let's chill we. Like, that's just how I felt. I don't know if anyone else felt like that. If a white person felt like that, like, I just felt like that. Re like, that's the reaction I had. It was more like, okay, let's chill. We're not on the plantation anymore, Lee. We had a black president. Let's move on. Um, and he was just kind of like barking at Kenny and, and then that got Kenny riled up. Also, I do feel like he's using the fact that Kenny, I don't, I don't know if Kenny has a temper, but he's obviously like a wrestler. So obviously he has some anger and he wrestles and he knows how to get down and like fight. And I feel like Lee is poking those buttons until Kenny will punch him. Is which I, and that I don't like. Like, that's taking it too far. Like, get someone riled up, get someone annoyed with you, or they, like, yell at you or whatever. But, like, don't do not do it to where you want them to punch you. But he also keeps saying it's like, his his confession was that he's he can't wait to crack Kenny in the jaw. I'm like, honey, you're never going to get that close to happen. And if you do, it's only because Kenny's smart enough to know not to hit you. And he's going to, like, fake you out and, like, make you hit him. That's the only way. But I don't think Kenny's smart enough because, like I said, I don't think he went to school or college or whatever. Because um, he also said he was a Chippendale, I believe, in Vegas. But whatever. Moving on. She, her, face, her first date was with the Dean. I am obsessed with Dean. He is hot. He is sweet. He, oh, he's also already called Lee out. Not called Lee out, but to the producers kind of for like being kind of like racist basically because he was he was basically saying what i was saying like lee has not been around not like he hasn't been cultured he was trying to say it in the nicest way and the producer was like what do you mean by that and he looked at the producer and was like you know exactly what i mean by that and that's when i fell in love with dean i will say though that dean's shorts and pants are always a little too tight for me i can't be with the man whose legs are smaller than mine that's just not a thing like honestly i've been getting a little weight lately and like robbie's been working out and he's getting a little slimmer and i'm like okay what's happening here i was like are you the girl? Am I the girl? We need to figure this out. Um, that's the only thing I don't like about Dean. He looks... Um, I'm trying to think of the word. I don't know the word. But his pants are just too tight. Very... Not emo, because he doesn't look emo. But, like, you remember back in, the like, 2007, like, when we were, like, high school days, and, like, the emo guys wore those skinny, skinny tight pants, like, just as girls... Like, that's what he's wearing. And I'm not down for it. I love a short... I love a guy in a short. I love a salmon, um, like, capri... Not capri. Like, no, just a salmon short. Very Hamptons. Very Montauk, where I kind of want to go this summer for my birthday. Hint, hint to all my friends that are listening. Text me back and let me know if you're coming or not so I can book this house. Anyway, um, yeah. So, I like Dean. He's in my top five. I think I said that when Ashley was here. Um, Peter's still in my top five. Guys, I really like Will. I find him very attractive. I find him funny. Will is the one who came out the limo like Urkel. I just really like him. I find him very calm. I do see that in the future um, in like clips. Oh, take a look at my throat. That he's going to talk to Lee kind of and be kind of like that black voice of reason. So can't wait to see that, you know. Always got to have 
that type of guy. Um, what else happened? Oh, Rachel. Rachel gets before. Okay, before I even talk about what Rachel did, um, Rachel started crying, and um, I didn't really understand it. She was talking about how like she already knows what people are gonna say, and like whatever, like how hard and what like what type of position she's in, and all this other stuff, and like. I just feel like you're already in week. This is this is my theory on it. I feel like Rachel has made it clear that she doesn't have a type. Hence to why it's like a mix of black guys, white guys, and it's never been like that before. I also don't trust people that say they don't have a type. Everyone has a type. Like if you look at my type of like guys that I've dated or guys that I've had crushes on, they're all light skin, light eyes, kind of look like sorry mom, but like fuck boyy. Like like they'll cheat on you and do you wrong. Um, that's just the type of guy that I like. The look. It's a look that I have, um, that I'm attracted to. Knock on wood that my boyfriend right now is not a fuckboy that I know of. I haven't found anything out yet on my snoops. Um, but, I mean, it's been five years. I think I would find something out by now. Anyway, like we all have a type is my point. And Rachel's saying she doesn't. I don't trust that. Um, but whatever. I think when she was crying, like I wasn't really understanding it. But I think my theory is that already into it, she already knows she doesn't feel anything for any of the black guys. And she's feeling probably pressure and feeling bad that she's going to send all them home and she's going to end up with a white guy. And that the black community, aka me, is going to get on her. I'm really not going to get on her because we already, saw on her home, we already saw in her hometown date with Nick that her sister was married to a white guy and has a baby with him. So, like, like, it's not obviously new for you. Like, I don't think your family will be upset. You know, you're not going to be like the black swan of the family. It'll be fine. Um, so I think that's what she meant when she was crying, but I really am not, um, too sure. I just wasn't really getting it. She's like, she was like, I already know what everybody's going to say. I already know what everyone's going to think. It's week four. What do you know? Do you, like, do you already know who you want to pick? Like, if you do, like, then just pick him already. I don't under, like, that's the only thing I wasn't really getting. Okay, let's move on. Um, I didn't really watch any other shows this week, so that's kind of kind of it for me um shows I mean I did watch Rouseworth of New York but like I'm still distraught over this thing with Rosie and that this whole thing deleted so I'm not even gonna talk about it let's move on okay can we talk about JLo and A-Rod so JLo is with A-Rod and I'm here for it I'm here for it 100% I really like it um this is what I think I have two theories I have a lot of theories <laughs> sucks whatever okay so I have a lot of theories my first theory is that A-Rod has a high body count as well does J-Lo. Now, this is not throwing shade at either of them. I think they've both, like, been, like, with a lot of people in the public eye um, and all that good stuff. Um, so I feel like they are ready to, like, really, really settle down, even though they, I believe they've both been married before. I know that he has one daughter. She obviously had those twins that aren't that cute. Um, but... I feel like they're ready to, like, just come as one and find someone on their level whether it be success-wise, money-wise, body count-wise, whatever you want to call it, to me, they're on the same level. And they are ready to settle down with each other and just bring their money together and be happy. My other theory is um, that this is just kind of like a publicity stunt. Um, and it's kind of to get his name in the press because now that he's going to be on Shark Tank, um, it was to get her in the press because she has that new show, World of Dance. She has her... Um, show Shades of Blue. Um, what else does she have? She has the All I Have. 
thing in Vegas that I'm dying to go to. Um, yeah. So that's what I feel like um, it's more publicity wise. And like, I just feel like JLo to me will always be relevant, but that's because she finds ways to stay relevant. So I don't know if A-Rod is one of these reasons. You know, like the Drake thing, it obviously didn't go over well. We weren't buying, no one was really buying it. Um, I don't really even know what that was. I honestly don't even, I really feel like that Drake thing, I don't even know what that was. It was really like a, a two-week thing and then it was over. So I'm very confused by that. I'm still kind of like trying to figure out what happened, what went wrong. Because he was like, they were like posting pictures together. Oh my God, I have a blister and it hurts. I have on my heel for my stupid shoe. Today is not my day, y'all. I'm done. Whatever. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I don't know what happened with her and Drake, but I am here for her and A-Rod. I feel like they do make a cute couple look-wise, money-wise, body count-wise. I keep saying that because I'm trying, I'm really not trying to throw shade, but like to me, I just feel like as a woman, I would feel so uncomfortable knowing that like the person I was with had such a high body count for me, but to know that you guys are on the same level must feel really good. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not really trying to shade them. I'm saying that it takes like, that's a, that's hard to find for two people to find like to be hoes and like kind of find that in one another and be like, okay, well you were a hoe. I was a hoe. You never really find that. It's either the guy was a hoe and the girl wasn't or vice versa. You never find where both were hoes and they're happy together. Um, next, what do I want to talk about? The NBA draft, NBA, was it NBA, NFL? NBA. The NBA draft was this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Thursday. It was Thursday, I believe. Thursday, Friday, whatever. And if anyone watches, I I would hope you do. And if you don't, you need to. Christy knows best. It's the best freaking show, I believe. It's on USA Network. It's so freaking funny. Todd Christy is the best. But I'm obsessed with Savannah. Savannah is his daughter. And she is always dating these hot, like, on-the-rise guys. I don't know what she does. I don't know how she finds them. Um, but, like, I think a year ago... She was dating some, like, I think he was on The Voice or American Idol, and he won or, like, came runner-up, and he was, like, this up-and-coming country star who was really good-looking, and she was dating him. Now she's dating someone that got drafted to the Detroit Pistons, I believe. Um, I believe that's what Rosie said yesterday. I don't remember what team he um, plays for, but I think that's what Rosie said yesterday. If she didn't, whatever, look him up. Um, let me find him real quick. Um, he is Savannah Chrisley. It comes right up. Luke Kennard. That is his name. Um, he is good looking. He was wearing a blue suit. And yep, the Detroit Pistons is what he got signed to. I just want her to literally write a book and explain to me how she is getting these guys keeping them because they're they're on the rise to success success and like she hasn't been with them long so like how do you I guess because she's like already a reality star but like still she's not that. like to me like not a lot of people know that sure like sometimes I say like Christy knows best Savannah Christy no one knows who that is it's like I feel like she's not that famous to the point where you would be like okay she's not here to take my money so like why do these guys fall for her what is she saying what is she doing I need her to write a book not for me personally because I'm in a happy committed relationship Hi, Robbie. Um, but for my friends, you know, the ones that need a man, the one that needs a man with the coin that are looking for that, looking for a boy on the rise who want an NFL player, who want an uh, NBA player, who want an NHL player. Ooh, see hockey. I know some things. 
Um, what else is there? Soccer players? Is that like, what is that? NSL? Is that what that is? I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah. I just, I don't understand how someone so young can get these up and coming guys. I'm like, she's a pretty girl, but like she's average. She's just blonde and tall. And I feel like those are, there's a hundred of those out there. Like, what does she have that all the other blondes don't have? I guess. I don't know. I don't know what she has. She really doesn't have anything because I hear that her, her father has filed for bankruptcy so many times. So I really don't understand what it is. Um, speaking of women that can trap men, Steve Harvey's daughter just got engaged. Um, I don't know if it was today, but it was um, this weekend. And I believe she's in Italy with her boyfriend, who is a soccer player. Let's look this up. Let's. I don't even know what his name is, but she... How old is she? Laura Harvey. Memphis DePay proposes to girlfriend Laura Harvey. I don't know who this... On Holland. Oh, it's in California. I'm saying they're in Italy. They're in freaking California. That shows how cultured I am. Um, oh my God. Y'all. She's 22. I'm done. I'm done. I'm 23. I mean, I don't want to be engaged. Let me say that. Like, that's not my goal. I'm over everyone at this age getting engaged. I think it's stupid. I think it's dumb. I don't think you know who you are. But if I was rich, like if my father was Steve Harvey, what does she need to find herself for? She should get engaged at 22. That's what I'm upset about. I'm upset that this rich girl is like probably getting like a thousand, two thousand dollar, not even. She probably has a million dollar ring. So upset. But who is Memphis DePay? Let's, let's look him up, guys pictures are beautiful if you don't know who this is you need to look it up wait a minute Lori, who is stepdaughter of american comedian steve harvey oh this isn't even his real that's why she's so pretty it makes so much sense look her up it's all adding up for me because i was always wondering like she's gorgeous but the mother's gorgeous but i still would think that like the father like steve harvey is not that good looking He's okay, but, like, not to make beautiful children. Oh, he's due back in France for preseason training with Lyon. Lyon? Lyon? He most recently featured for Holland playing 66-minute in their 5-0 World Cup qualifying victory over Luxembourg. I don't know what any of this means. Oh, he plays for me. Is he British? I think he's British. I think he's British, y'all. Whatever. She's 22. She's engaged. I hate my life. Now I'm upset that I even brought that up. Um, okay. So, let's talk about my week that I had. It was actually, I had a really good week. And I think my karma of having a really good week is the reason that I lost this last podcast. Anyway. So, I found out something amazing this week. This is, like, the best thing that happened to me this week. Um, it really isn't the best thing that happened to me. It was just, It's a money. Let me say, I found something that saved me a little bit of money. Um, I have the Starbucks app. I go to Starbucks every morning. And uh, I was obsessed with this Cascara Latte that was, like, a few months ago. But I guess I was the only one ordering it because the girl at my Starbucks told me that they took it off the menu because... It didn't, um, it wasn't popular, which was weird because I was getting it every day for like three months. So I'm like, I should have made it popular enough, but whatever. 
Um, so then I started kind of getting um, iced coffees or like I'll do like an iced vanilla latte um, and things like that because I don't want coffee to like make me crazy. I just need a little something in the morning, something sweet, but some caffeine. But then I noticed that I was paying basically $5 a day for a latte, sometimes six if I would do coconut milk. Um, and that's just for like a grande, not a venti. So like insane, like who has the money? Not me, I'm poor. So one day I was like, you know what? Let me just try something. So I did an iced coffee with, I believe it was three, I believe it's three pumps. It's saved in my phone now because I do the, the mobile order because the place across the street from my job, they take mobile order. So I just order it like on my walk to work. Um, so I don't know. I believe it's three pumps of vanilla um, and coconut milk. You can do a venti. If you do regular milk, I believe it's 348 for a venti of iced coffee. 348. If you do coconut milk, it becomes 408. And I do coconut milk, so it's 408. But still, that's a lot for, but also for a venti, not a grande. So like, that's such a, that venti lasts me all day. I just sip it slow, have it at my desk while I'm doing my work, getting my grind on, making them coins. Okay, I'm getting annoying, whatever. You know, but you get what I'm saying. Like, such a money saver if you think about it. And then you get to, like, you get more for your buck. I'm getting a venti for 408 with coconut milk, which is expensive. Duh, that's so I just shared that with you. If you like iced vanilla lattes, I think you just do an iced coffee, four pumps of vanilla, whatever milk you like, and put like iced coffee with milk, whatever milk you like, and it's so good. Um, if you want to add a sugar to it, that's up to you. I don't ask them to add my sugar, and I just sit and I drink it. It's so good. Um, what else happened to me this week? This week was actually a really good week for me because, like I said, I got this promotion and I just, the first few weeks, it was stressful because I didn't know what I was doing. It's a brand new job, um, so I enjoy it. Now, um, I'm like kind of get, I kind of got the hang of like my, what my day-to-day -day will be and what I'm doing and like what my role is. So like this week was just good because I was asking like little questions here and there to my new boss, but like I, like I got it and like, I, like get there in the morning, I do like whatever needs to be done and like the day by day is kind of the same and I just felt good about it. So like this week really wasn't bad. Um, and then I have the, I had the apartment to myself this whole weekend. And so I like, I'm usually in my room recording, not in my living room recording because like sometimes I feel like I sound really bad because like sometimes I'm literally just laying on my bed recording this. I'm so freaking lazy. It's disgusting. Um, but so... I'm in my kitchen, I'm like sitting up in a chair. I'm a grown up, guys. Um, so no, this week was good with like everything work-wise. Um, but on the other podcast, I got deleted, me and Rosie were talking about jobs and how they can be stressful. Um, and even though I'm in my new job, I'm not at a point where it's stressful yet. I have been in jobs where they've been stressful. And like, we were saying how at a job you need kind of like a co-worker buddy or you need a friend or you need someone and it like you it's hard to like it makes the job easier or like even when you are stressed and you do hate your job it's easier to go to someone and explain to them because like 
literally like I can complain to Robbie about my job. He doesn't understand anything because he's not doing my job. He's not in my same field and vice versa. Like if he was to complain or like any of my friends, if we're not in the same field, it's hard to like, yeah, you can complain to your friends and your friends are supposed to be there for you. But like, how can you understand like what I'm going through exactly? So it's good to have those coworker friends. I have one. Um, I have a few, but, um, let's say I have like two or three and like, it's just good to like, I haven't really had to like vent yet cause I'm not there yet. But like we talk about other things that we kind of are into. So you kind of have that bond. Like I have one friend who watches like all the housewives and, um, all the other shows that I watch and like we keep up and we talk about the bachelor. Like we literally do chat about the bachelor and like send each other links on it. And it's good to have that person at work. Cause sometimes like you feel kind of down when you talk about reality, sh- reality shows or whatever. Um, at this point I'm rambling. I don't even know what I'm saying. Cause I'm just exhausted. Um, but no, I think everyone should have a coworker buddy or a friend. I think it really makes a difference at work. Um, like if you don't, that kind of sucks. And I think it sucks for more people like our age. If like you're at a job where like everyone's kind of a little bit older, um, cause they're not, you're not really going to understand them vice versa. Um, but I think that makes a difference, especially like if you don't like your boss or you hate your boss, um, which I do not. Let me put that out there if anyone's listening. I love my boss. I love my job. I'm very happy. I like my paycheck. Thank you. Um, but no. So make a buddy at work. One, two, whatever you can just to keep yourself sane for those rough, stressful days that you have. Um, so yeah, that's my advice for this week. Um, you can take it. You can not take it. You guys know I really could give two shits. Um, but yeah. Get yourself a buddy. Enjoy that um, to keep your stress level down. I think it makes um, life a lot easier. Speaking of buddies, I'm just going to give a shout out to someone that I... Okay, I'm going to give you guys an example. She'll be really happy. Perk up, Alexa Kupo. This one's for you. Um, So, I have my friend, Alexa Kupo, who I love. She was a work buddy. We interned together at this place, um, and we just kind of hit it off. And her last day, I don't know why, but I wasn't there. I probably had class or like called out or whatever I did. I wasn't there. And she left me a thank you note, y'all. It was so sweet. Um, and she put her number in it because she was obsessed with me. Um, so um, I don't know why I didn't text her right away, but I didn't. And I kept her thank you card. I like posted it on my like board um, at my dorm. And then one day... I just like looked at the card and I was just like, I should just, I text, text, text Alexa Kupo. And I texted her and literally we just hit it off. And literally she's a person that I talk to every day. And we just became really good friends because of it. So like you need that work buddy. And like, it could become a real friendship. And I'm not saying go out there like and stalk people and like coworkers and be friends with them. But like, I'm giving, I'm just giving you an example of how it can work and it could develop into a beautiful friendship. See, I give good advice. I should, I've, you know, people tell me I should be a therapist, but like, I kind of just want to give it. I don't want to hear what you have to say back. So I probably wouldn't be a good therapist because therapists are supposed to actually kind of listen and I don't do, do well with that. All right. On that note, I think this kind of wraps it up y'all. Um, I'm so sorry if this wasn't the best podcast. Um, and I don't think it, I, I can't imagine that it could be because I'm really upset still about the one that deleted because that was such a good one. Watch like. I edit this one, post it up, and then I figure out how to undo Rosie's. 
I'll be so pissed. I'll literally jump out the window. You'll see me on Fox 5 News. On that note, I'm going to go um, check Fox 5 News to make sure I haven't jumped out my window. And I will be back next week, y'all. Enjoy. I don't want to hear sad songs anymore. I only want to hear love songs. Type of girl that would hit and run. Uh, no risk, so I think I'm all in. When I kiss your lips through my heart.